Welcome to Today Around Uganda. My name is Adi Fred Max. President Yuri Kaguta Museveni has asked religious leaders to always make balanced criticism to avoid being termed as anti-government. Museveni says church leaders tend to negatively criticize the government in cases where some security officers have mishandled the public, especially during the demonstrations and ignore the rioters who attack security officers and other bystanders. The president, while presiding over the 44th Janani Luwum Day at State House in Tebe, said that church leaders should avoid taking sides because they are supposed to be neutral and guide the public properly. What I want to advise the church people, if you want to comment, be balanced, be fair. Because I see some of the church people, they speak unfairly. They're always attacking the government, the government, the government, the government. Yes, the government will be making mistakes. But how about the ones who are fighting the government? If they also make mistakes, why don't you talk about them? Why do you only talk about the government and not the ones who are attacking the government? Who are even attacking Wanaishi? Uh, like in Kampala here, people are being attacked for putting on NRM shirts. Women were being undressed. But they have not heard. Church people talking about that. You said they talk about army, police, what? But okay, the army may have their problems. But how about the one who had undressed a woman? I have not heard saying those who have been talking about this. Museveni pledged to work with the Church of Uganda to develop the late Janani Luum's burial tombs and other surrounding tourist attractions in Kitgum. Supporting the infrastructure of Muchwini, that would be a pleasure to me. I don't know why my staff don't follow up. The, the people who are here, please get in touch with the bishop. Bishop of Kitugu, Kitugu, uh, so that they come and we meet in March, and then we plan for 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 Mutwini. Because you know what, what uh, Archbishop Kazimba knows what we did in uh, Namugongo, both at the Catholic site and also at the Church of Uganda site. So it is a, it is a pleasure. In eastern Uganda, Soroti joined the rest of the country on Tuesday to celebrate the life of former Ugandan Archbishop Janan Luum, who was killed 44 years ago on the orders of President Idi Amin. Reverend Emmanuel Elianu of St. Peter's Cathedral said Luum did not keep quiet when the nation was faced with injustice. Will you keep quiet when you see women being abused, when you see children being abused, when you see old men and old women being mistreated? At your neighbor, will you keep quiet? Or you have to rise up and say, no, this is evil. As a church, we need to take a stand in condemning some of the injustices that are being exercised in our societies. Let's not be silent. For when we keep quiet, we shall all die. And God will ask you, what did you do when this thing happened? So you have to account that before God. Among the celebrants was Alice Anumel, an elderly woman from Wera in Amuria district, traveled to Soroti to attend the prayers. Anumel said Luwum was her instructor at Bowalasi Theological College in Mbale in the 1960s. Married to an Anglican reverend, says Luwum was a humble servant of God who taught them to be kind. The Democratic Party will now embark on rebuilding party structures with much focus on recruiting more youth and women into the party. 
In his first public appearance since the end of elections, party president Nobat Mao has highlighted gray areas during the election such as tribal sentiments, human rights abuse and brutality of all nature among others. Mao says that the party has picked a number of lessons including the youth wave, totaling to 72% promising that now the efforts will be done to tap into that wave. We shall focus on rejuvenating our youth organ, the Uganda Young Democrats. Almost 80% of Uganda's population is below the age of 30. This majority is politically silenced, discouraged and marginalized due to pervasive commercialization of politics, nepotism, coupled with tribal and cultural prejudice. Mao also consoled party members who lost in the elections not to sit back but build on what has been achieved so far. Obviously, there must be disappointment. To you, I say, don't let your disappointment degenerate into bitterness and paralysis. You sought another term, and we backed you because we believe you were doing a great job and deserved re-election. We are not going to let our frustrations keep us down. We shall get up, appraise our weaknesses and strengths, and act on our findings. Lecturers in public universities have vowed not to teach until their salaries are harmonized. The spokesperson for the Forum for Academic Staff of Public Universities in Uganda, Robert Ojambo, said they have not been teaching since February 6th. He was addressing a press conference attended by representatives from public universities at Makero University on Tuesday. The FASPU General Secretary and Makero University Academic Staff Association Mwasa member Robert Kakuru said that although the government had promised to enhance all academic staff salaries, it only released 50 billion shillings to cater for only the vice-chancellors, professors and associate professors, leaving out other lower-ranked lecturers. Kakuru said the demand for harmonized pay started in 2015. Five districts have been put under quarantine to avoid the spread of foot and mouth disease among animals. These include Chiruhura, Isinjiro, Kazo, Gomba and Sembabore. The state minister for animal husbandry, Bright Ramirama, said that this measure has been put in place to avoid the spread of the disease to other 24 high-risk districts and noting that some 2,400 vaccines to vaccinate the animals in these districts have been secured. FMD vaccination is currently being uh, targeted in four 24 high-risk districts, but the affected ones are mainly Isinjiro, Chiruhura, Kazo, Gomba, and Sembabri. The other uh, high-risk districts are Karungu, Kampara, Kazo, Chivoga, Chiriandongo, Chankwanzi, Dotera, Koboko, Yantonde, Mbarara, Masindi, Mukono, Nakaseke, Waso, Nakasongora, Rakai, Rubirizi, and Sembabri. Majority of these uh, uh, districts are transit routes, and uh, we, are, we are on high alert to make sure that they are covered. Ramirama said that they need 3 billion vaccines for the control, amounting to 13 billion shillings. The budget for we are targeting for, for 3 million doses is about 13 billion. And this is not small money, 13 billion. <clears throat> and uh, we hope we shall apply it strategically and overcome it. If the people and the veterinarians observe discipline and follow the regulations, we shall overcome it. Residents of Chiziba village near Nakaseke town in Nakaseke districts were on Tuesday morning shocked to find an 83-year-old man and his three juvenile children burnt to ashes. 
The four were burned by unidentified assailant who set ablaze a family house in which they were sleeping. The Savannah Regional Police spokesperson, Issa Semogerere, on Tuesday identified the deceased as Matia Kavarega, 83, a resident of Chizewa village. Semogerere identified the deceased juveniles as Stephen Bamarisa, 13, Uria Nanyonjo, 13, and Christine Nakate, 15. Semogerere, who described the attack as arson, said their silence, who are still on the run, struck at around 1 a.m. on Tuesday morning. He said the police were yet to establish the motive of the attack. Uganda's urban population has grown from about 5.5 million people in 2009 to about 12 million today. So has the urban garbage. And in the new urban centers like Yumbe, garbage is piling by the day. The new RODC, Caroline Akolere, says the district leaders and the town council leadership should improve the primary health care in the community to prevent outbreak of diseases. For a few days I have been here, I have moved in this town. I would like to inform you that the state of our town is very terrible. The town is very dirty. Actually, for instance, if they told me the president is coming and he would want to visit our market, I want to assure you I wouldn't embarrass myself to take him there. So what are we doing about that? If we are talking about epidemic, assuming cholera now breaks out from here, what shall we do? So as we sit in our offices, let us address the basics and enhance good health, sanitation and hygiene in the district. The assistant district health officer, Ojo Zubaya, says Yumbe Town alone generates over 30 trucks full of solid waste daily. The population is growing, a lot of solid waste is generated. For example, in Yumbe, in a day about 30 trips of uh, garbage is generated. And in terms of uh, burden, that is a lot. It requires a lot of resources to ensure that uh, the towns are kept free of nuisances. Out of the 30 trips, we might find that uh, about 10 trips are managed daily. The rest remains at large just because the town council does not have enough capacity to manage solid waste. As technocrats, we have deployed environmental staffs in the town council. I have been receiving their reports monthly. We know how much solid waste is generated and we have also written reports in regards to that. Yumbe is among 11 districts in the country awaiting parliamentary approval of municipality status. In western Uganda, a heavy hailstorm has hit Soko Parish, Muramba sub-county, Chisoro district, affecting the livelihoods of over 180 people. The most affected parishes are Gakoro and Gazuri, where acres of onions, banana plantations, Irish potatoes, among others, were destroyed. Prim Rose Natukunda, Red Cross manager Chisoro, says families are now worried over looming hunger and poverty, since their food crops and main source of income has been destroyed. Dr. Brian Kanahe, URCS Resilience Manager, appealed to communities to embrace climate-resilient methods of agriculture to avoid huge losses when such disasters occur. Irene Nakasita, the Uganda Red Cross Society spokesperson, says they are to embark on early warning and action sensitization programs to prepare disaster-prone communities for climate change.
We want to prepare these families ahead of March because we know normally get our rainfall outlook from around March and it's not yet out. However, we need to start preparing communities for early actions or what we call normally early warning ahead of heavy rains, ahead of unpredictable weather conditions to prepare them so that as they plant and grow food crops, they prepare them in the due season. And also, uh, embrace climate smart methods of agriculture and this can help them to protect their crops and their gardens as well so these are interventions that we plan to undertake effective uh, end of this month and that brings us to the end of what's happening today around uganda find more news by visiting www.newvision.co.ug